Hello. Hey, welcome to the Rook and Rage podcast. My name is Scott Ingram, a.k.a. Rook Empire. Joining me is my brother from another mother, James Latimer, a.k.a. Ezekiel Rage. James is a YouTube streamer from the UK. I'm a tech geek from the US. We've been tossing around the podcast idea for a while now and finally sat down to get something in the books. We both felt it more important to just get one out there, so here it is. It's rough, it's unpolished, but hey, it's done. As a side note, you should know uh, James live streams on YouTube. So much of this podcast centers around his uh, live chat and Discord communities, as well as the DMZ game mode of Modern Warfare 2. Uh, we do, we just kind of jump into it here. Um, but I will say, hey, we appreciate your click. I will shamelessly ask you for the like. And if you're feeling real generous, click on that subscribe button to hear all of our future episodes. Thanks for being here, guys. Here we go. So being a streamer, though, not like I'm, like I'm going to sit here and interview you, but what is the most aggravating side of it? Is it dealing with software? Is it dealing with people? Is it the games? You know, what do you hate and what do you love about it? What I love about it is uh, meeting new people, mm-hmm. bringing, bringing people together. I would say that that is by far the biggest thing I enjoy. Because if you see the way our community is growing, it's grown at a very healthy rate. And there's a lot of friendships that are being built through it. A lot of people helping one another. And it, it, it just feels great. Oh, hell um, yeah. And just, just to have like banter and, you know, all this kind, kind of things is, you know, it's always good. Because it makes you, <laughs> it makes it feel worth it. You know what I mean? Like when you get on and, you know, you have a little bit of banter and whatnot. It's, Dude, it's a there's, lot of fun. There's absolutely nothing I love more than just getting on and talking shit or just like completely coming out of left field and like, I'm trying to focus on this game, but what kind of weird shit did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, I mean, it, it, gaming's more fun when you're playing with people, right? Oh, yeah. Of course it is. You know, it's like, it's like you know, going out, um, playing a sport or, or going to play snooker, pool, darts. I can't think of anything else, but, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. More fun with people. And, Hell, um, yeah. I think that you know that's that's kind of what it feels like at times when you're streaming. That's that's obviously the great side about it. The downside, um, sometimes I feel like people expect too much of you. Uh, they expect you to be like the more successful streamers. Um, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to get motivated when um, you're very tired or you haven't taking any real time for yourself but but you feel like if you don't do it it impacts your stream an awful lot oh hell yeah Um, do you feel like a pressure to like i need to be streaming today or i gotta get this out or do you just wing uh, it and go every time i think nowadays because i do make sure that i have at least have two two to three days days off a week right from streaming and gaming um i think that helps but sometimes i do feel under pressure especially like there's sometimes i've been really unwell um been having these real terrible stomach aches that a lot of people know about and 
sometimes you sit there and I'm just in agony and I'm trying not to let on that I'm in agony. But I am, you know, Why? And why not just tell why? us all to go home? I guess most of us are home, but well, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it, it, it's like a distraction, right? Yeah. I get so that. Sometimes like when you're gaming and obviously if I'm streaming, I can kind of take away a lot of that feeling away and just be like, right. Okay. It's just a, this, this feeling that comes every now and then, but at least if I'm doing something, it, it it's the distraction rather than just laying there and feeling like crap. Yeah. But sometimes right. you need to just lay there and feel like crap. <laughs> so that being said, like, is there any streamer you see, not even necessarily a streamer, any kind of video content you see out there that like, man, this guy's really got it down. Like they're doing everything well, like everything flows. Is you have anyone you kind of like strive to emulate? I don't know about emulate, but there is people I do I do find um interesting when I watch their 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 way of streaming. Like I'm gonna bring up like Onik for example. I never see that guy get angry. No, he's dude, like he's dead chill. So low key, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 super dead chill. Um engages well with his with his community. I mean if I'm going by the DMZ side. Uh, I think Marcus is the same super chill guy, super interactive. Obviously, you got to put um my buddy Sin there as well. Sinister FPS. Yeah, everyone's got a low. Oh, what's um, the word I'm looking for? I know what you mean, though. I think it just would, yeah, it makes love... it very chill, relaxed. Yeah, I would, I would love to kind of be a bit more like that, but unfortunately, that's not me. I, I like mm-hmm. to be. <laughs> Not necessarily shouting, screaming, and swearing constantly, but I just feel like I'm more of a gamer that way rather than um, trying to be like these guys, which are more chill naturally. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, where do you think like your drive? You know, because I don't want to say you're super competitive, but when you're on, you're on. It's like let's go, let's go. Where do you think that comes oh. from? That comes from. Um, Years of FPS games. I yeah. played competitively in a game called Medal of Honor Allied Assault. We used to play um the place called Clan Base. And at one time my team Chaos Order was top of five out of six ladders. Um which was pretty unheard of back then, considering yeah. everyone was was clean. Where a lot of these other teams, not all teams, obviously a lot of them did have couple of cheaters in there uh it was a drive from that really I, I kind of i had to be more than probably what what i was was i was i was the leader to make sure that everyone was on point you you would hear like from the other sort of clan leaders out there from the big clans they would be talking about how they do like grenade practice how they would um hold certain positions they'd go on their own private servers and Test these things, so that became my obsession as well. Um, me and one of my good friends, but also an arch rival in in our teams, we would sit on on a server for eight, ten hours, just constantly throwing grenades. 
<laughs> in a certain spots to see if we could find something that nobody else did. And we did. We created a lot. Um, I can see that being beneficial for sure. I mean, I wish there was, you know, you have your firing range, but it's only going to get you so far. I wish it could. And there probably are yeah. ways that I just don't even know about. It's like I wouldn't mind uh, you going can, and just practicing. You can make private servers. Uh, I've seen some people doing it, at least on MW3, like practicing grenades. Uh, but like, you know, rank gameplay. Mm -hmm. But, you so know, I don't, think the, I don't think the casual player really gets to seeing that, though. It's just you turn on the console and you go and hope for the best. Yeah. Well, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, speaking of Marcus could... GGs, I heard him say the other day, I was watching a bit of his stream and he was talking about like, you know, if you're a controller player and you're not working with rotational aim assist or your mouse and keyboard and you're not doing aim training, you know, you're, you're not taking yourself seriously. You're never going to get any better with what you're doing. And it's like, yeah, I totally get that. Sometimes I just want to shoot people in the face. Well, see, see, that's the thing, right? What he says is true. If you look at anybody that's that's really improving with themselves, that's the kind of stuff that they do. I'm yeah. kind of old school more that I've only recently got into doing a bit of aim training. That's only been what two weeks, and I've only done it about seven times, I think, in two weeks. Yeah, basically, I slacked off. <laughs> oh yeah, I did a little but bit I of the aim training, and it's like. Well, now I'm just doing this, and rather than playing the game, it's like, what? what is the trade-off of how much aim training do I do versus just playing the game that I want to play? Well, in that regards, obviously, getting the practice to kill someone quick and more efficient, right? So your crosshair will be at a better position. Like, um, when I watch a lot of people play, they they seem to aim you know, mid-body and leg rather than upper body and headshots. So something like that would help, you know, on the aim train, training sense, um, make you more snappy. But you're right, you need the experience of actually playing a game to kind of learn where people can come from, where people could be hiding, you know, all these, all these little things, like awareness level. Awareness and aim training. Yeah. I think those would be the big ones. Yeah, my awareness What's is like, shit, dude. I'm not going to lie. But that's practice, right? But that's mm. practice and learning. You got to learn from um, like certain situations you may have seen in Call of Duty, in I don't know uh, Counter Strike or whatever you're playing FPS wise. You know, it's it's just literally just when you play, just move, just move your mouse, your controller, just look side to side, mm. and and just get used to what you see. And like every now and then, um, if any, when people are watching me play, I see something that I'll be like, wait. I think there's somebody over there and i mark it and then it could be it could be a bot or it could be a player but i will go and have a check see what it is yeah Even, i've actually seen you so, do that a few times and i've you know slowly but surely picking up on it a little bit and i mean it's definitely helping because i know that okay well if i'm going to jump in here and loot you know for you if you're playing dmz if i'm going to jump in here and loot or look for weapons or look for plates I know that I can jump in here and then I can slowly make my way over there or at least get to a vantage point where I can see something, you know, see if that is a bot or see if that is a team, you know? <clears throat> yeah. It's also marking, right? You want to mark what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. So your teammates have a rough idea of 
you know what you're looking at or where you're looking because like if you see somebody um that said oh there's somebody I, I think i see somebody at this building and then then your teammates could ask you know what, what way were they going left or right for argument's sake because like if there was a door or on the left or right side of the building you could say well, well when i saw them they were going to the left side so that means they go, yeah, whatever. They go into the right door on the left <laughs> side, right? So your teammates, well, no, that probably doesn't make any sense. No, it does. I just like so I hear you say these things, and even if you know if I'm watching on stream, I'm I'm you know following around, but you know on stream I see your vantage point. When I'm playing, I don't see what you're seeing, so that it's like it doesn't translate. And this could be just me, like having some weird bullshit setting like i'm not seeing pings i'm not seeing things maybe i need to change the color i you know i don't know but it's like i i hear what you're saying i try to follow along but it's like i have no idea what the hell you're talking about in most Doesn't it cases come up on the mini map it does well. but it always seems like my mini map is so small like the ping is off oh, i don't know do you not zoom in yeah, maybe, maybe not. Like, it's hard to say now that we're sitting here talking about it, but. That's probably what it is. And it, it could well be you're not zooming it in. But that's obviously that's something I'm um, using the controller I've become a bit more aware of. Yeah. Because uh, obviously, the, the last week I've been trying out control pads. So we've got to press what the map button is. And then obviously, you got to zoom it in. Whereas a mouse and keyboard, obviously, I'm a lot. It's a lot easier for me because it's like second nature. <laughs> <laughs> right. What is your it's motivation to switching a controller? Uh honestly, I was get I was getting the shit kicked out of me and ranked uh, by controller players. <laughs> it's, so it's not um I don't want to undermine anybody's skills because it's not that. What it is is that you get skilled players with an aim assist. And then when you got skilled players with an aim assist, it's like near on it, it it's it's very difficult to beat them at like mid to close range, but like from range I'm okay, but at mid to close I was losing probably sixty forty percent. You know, it was like sixty percent them, forty percent me, and that's massive. Yeah, it sure is. I'm not used to losing more fights than winning. Like I, obviously <laughs> I do lose fights, of course everyone does, but it's this it's will just not that. stand. No, it will not. So um, <laughs> I was basically talking to sinister right one night on uh, discord and obviously he was telling me about he was thinking about getting a new um a new controller because he has a controller with another company aim something aim controllers yeah oh aim controllers yeah right so he goes oh well i'm thinking about getting a scuff um and i said i've always wanted wanted to get a scuff controller but i never really saw the point because i don't play on console that often and he was like yeah but this one is like a pc version um it's the scuff envision pro mm -hmm. so, I was, so i was so i was like right, i'll have a look at it i was looking at it customizing one up and thought if i don't add all these other colors which were unnecessary you know which is like an extra two pound five pound twelve pound whatever it is oh yeah they know how to nickel and dime you oh yeah so so i just thought i try and do it with the basic colors that it said and but I'll also will add a custom skin on it, and obviously 
it got to the price that it was, and I thought, I wonder if I can get this on um, pay it monthly. And it was, and then I bought it. <laughs> yeah, that monthly Again. really suckers you in. Yes, it does. And then you, and then you, uh, you think you're safe, but you're not. But so far, I see the appeal on controller. I do see the appeal. Yeah. So do you have like all the extra, like the paddles underneath and all the different buttons? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So it has, I think it's four buttons underneath. Um, where your RB and LB button is. On if you go down just on the controller, just a little bit, there's like two buttons there as well. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of yeah, rather than just being what, four buttons up top, it's kind of like six in a way there. Yeah, so I know really different nice. buttons would be a benefit, but it's like how huge of a benefit is that? Uh, well, for me, who's just trying to get used to using a controller for an FPS game, it I hate the side button. It's uh, I keep pressing it all the time, and since <laughs> it was set like the RB and LB button, I'm I'm like I would accidentally hit it for a grenade, or 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 something like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, got, it got me in trouble. <laughs> what do you think is the best piece of tech that you've ever gotten? What was the most beneficial to your game? Um, it's a good question. That is a really good question because the mouse I'm using currently, I really like. It's um an Ninjutsu, Ninjutsu Origin One X. It's not very expensive, but it's got a really lovely shape to it, and it's very light. It's a wireless mouse. Um, I'm using a. Zeus Rog, I can't even remember what it's called, um, keyboard, it's a 60%, which is really nice. For me, it's got to be about comfort. Mm -hmm. You know, it has, where, you, where it doesn't hurt your fingers or, or your wrist after playing, you know, gaming for hours, um, and these are perfect for that. And then obviously, you've got the head, my um, Aerodynamics, the headphones. I'd probably say it's that. Actually, out of all the gaming upgrades, that would be it. Audio. Because the sound, the audio, it's lovely. It's just just a nice, crisp, clean sound. Um, it's great to listen to music on. And yeah. Great no, dude, gaming, that's one of my favorite things to do ever is throw some headphones on. Like, put your music on. You can have your little jams. Yeah, what, if you're going to play a game or check your email, it doesn't matter. But just, yeah, having your own sounds... And it's it's good quality audio too. Like, yeah. Okay, so that being what, said, like, well, how much is it? What about you? <laughs> um, I have what the hell is this called? Hold on one sec, I gotta take it off. It's a rig. It's a rig. It's a gaming headset. Rig. Seven hundred, I think. I got it because it was camo and it looked cool. But it does. It has really good sound. I mean, I don't use the mic that comes with it, but it's wireless. It works. You know, I haven't really probably spent as much time as I should getting my setup complete. You just kind of throw it together and play some games and then forget about the whole thing. Well, that's it, though, isn't it? <clears throat> like, gaming doesn't have to be expensive, either. It doesn't. 
But so going back to your headphones, because I know that's a good quality brand. How much do you think you're hearing better in game over, say, mine or your average run of the mill headset? Way better. Like if you want to go percent wise, I, I couldn't tell you percent, but I know it's I know it's quite it'd be quite decent because um, I mean you've seen it when we're doing community games or or even when just like average people that might just pick up during a game. I hear stuff they don't. Yeah, you know, I'm more kind of aware of certain sounds that they don't they don't pick up on. Is that um, directional sound? Is that shots in the distance? Is it everything? It could be everything, really. But th there is there is times where people can run up to me and I don't hear anything at all, but that's just Call of Duty. Everyone knows the Call of Duty sounds aren't that great. <laughs> Never have you been. Know, so, so, no. Well, I'll I tell you what. Going back to um, COD 4, when they had Pro Mod, the PC, that was really good. Like The sounds were really good in that game. Um, yeah, I just wish that I would just wish that they would let people like mod, like put mods out for the game, like Pro Mod again, because I I think like ranked would be amazing if it was like set like Pro Mod. Okay, so what is the difference between that and like allowing somebody to cheat though? Well, they still they'd still be on anti cheat, you know, like Pro Mod. All, all it is is just downloading a mod, and um, you just you click the in-game client. I'm just trying to remember how it worked back then. Click the in-game client, and then you go to the IP that you would need to play on, like for a clan match. I gotcha, I gotcha. <clears throat> or just a pickup game where people used to do as well. But um, yeah, they're still still solid. There was a still solid anti-cheat. But like Ricochet now doesn't do anything. It doesn't seem like it now. Nope. I mean, I, I, I can't... don't know if it's true that it's been switched off. I've definitely seen some sus shit. I'm not going to lie. I can't exactly say all of it was cheating. And I don't know if it's just less people playing the game now, but it's like, I haven't seen a blatant cheater in a while. I think maybe a couple on your stream, like in the past month or so. Are we talking about DMZ or are we talking about MW3? Um, both actually. Well, MW3, I've seen a lot more cheating than I have in playing DMZ. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because like ranked MW3, there's there's so many cheats. Um, and like you kind of said just before, like you're not a hundred percent sure. There's there's some people that you can see as one hundred percent blatant, but there is somewhere you're like, mm, they could have been fed information. By a teammate, or 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 they could have seen something just before, and so they obviously they know where you are, but you do see there is some blatant hackers out there, and there is those ones that you. There's probably just like I said, information being fed to them, and you think they're cheating, but when you look back at it, you're like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, so yeah, I've been called a cheater a couple times, and it's like, it's a UAV, man. Like it's gonna tell me where you're at. Yes, exactly. I'm pointed at the wall, but it's because I can see your dot on the map and I know that you're there. Yeah. Yeah, like stuff like that. But you don't get... See, that's the thing, right? With ranked, you don't get UAVs. The only killstreak thing you get is like a, a big bomb that comes out of the sky. That's a... Mm. I can't think what it's called, but it's a rocket. 
so w- for you, what is your draw to, to playing ranked? Is it the number or level or tier or whatever? Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a goal. Like me and Sinister said that we both want to hit Crimson rank. Like that, that was kind of our like minimum, what mm-hmm. we would want to go for. Uh, oh, sorry, not the minimum. That would be like the highest we would like to aim for for this season. Um, but we'd be quite happy if it was like diamond as well. Oh yeah, who would? Which I think, like, yeah. I mean, that's I mean that's still good, but um, it there seems to be. I've kind of lost my steam with ranked because the point system is unfair. Like I, I was playing with Sin and I was playing with um, my mate Big Nate. And when we were playing last week, Nate would get 250 points per win. Sin would get 150. I would get 40 points. How the hell am I supposed to catch up with my friends when they're making near on two? Well, one's making 200 more points than I am. The other one's making 100 points more than me. And what is that? Kills? Um, How are they getting? Uh, I th- well, as far as I know, it may be down to kills, but or it could be kills and points when when you're taking um, like capturing a flag or planting a bomb. But when you're planting a bomb, not everybody's planting that bomb at the same time. It's only yeah, you, yeah, so you yeah. get a bonus two hundred. Um, and I kind of pl- I kind of play more of the team player. F- like they're playing as team players, but they're 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 pushing points more than I am. Where I'm sort of sometimes I go up high to hold an area, and I'd call out, "There's somebody coming to to you, Sim, coming to your left side." So he knows he's got information that somebody's coming in, right? Or, or you know, with Nate. So I lose, I gain points for helping my teammates, but I'm losing points because I'm not getting kills for it. Hmm. What I mean is, is I'm gaining points telling them. Yeah, yeah, right. no, it's, I know. It's, it's not mean. like I'm actually getting anything like that. But you know, if we win, it's just uh, I don't think that's that's a fair system. You know. Well, I mean, I can definitely understand how that would take the wind out of your sails. It's like, what's the point? Like, I'm I'm doing my work as a team player, but no real benefit for doing that work. No. Now, do you no, think that's by design? Um, because a lot of these games, I, I really question their motivations. I think it's just by design. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Because there's always going to be, there's always going to be someone that finishes top and there's always going to be someone that's going to be finishing second, third, and fourth, right? There's always going to be somewhere around there. But I think if you're all winning as a team, then you should all get closer points. Like, so say if, say Sin, Say Sin gets 20 kills, I get 10. All right, give him give him extra points for getting the extra kills, but don't be so massive with it. Give him an extra five points. Yeah. Or maybe like 10 points that. as a bonus. Don't do it like a hundred point difference, 200 points. You know, because we're like, if we're the same rank, how am I growing? Because I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Do they have anything built in? I haven't really done a whole lot with the. Uh w3 but is there anything built in with their store and their bundles and whatnot to give you any bit of competitive edge when you're playing ranked i mean i wouldn't think so no, no nothing like that 
Hmm. If there yeah. was a thing, everybody, people, I think that'd be a pretty big pay to win. Yeah. Massive. Well, the way my brain works, it's like it's it's always follow the money, right? So, what would be the point in doing that and making it just that little bit of unfair that not everyone is, you know, getting the same thing? Like, I could understand them creating that much of a point difference if, well, I could just buy this bundle. Like, if there was a monetary decision behind it that, okay, we're doing this just to drive sales. You know, but it doesn't really sound like that's what's going on with Ranked. No. No. no thankfully. Because uh, I think if it did happen in Ranked, I don't think anyone would really play except from the world. Well, how do you feel about their numbers? Because I, you know, I know a fair amount of people that are all sitting around playing Ranked. I see a lot of streams. Everyone's playing Ranked or MW3 or multiplayer, whatever it's going to be. But it, it doesn't feel like a, a lot. Uh, I don't know. I, I think with Call of Duties, it's all spread out, isn't it? So it never seems like a lot in that regards because you, you think you got your um, Warzone players, which will be playing, you know, whether it's just normal 4v4 ranked, or you got the BR ranked, Resurgence ranked, or you've just got normal versions of the game. You know, which which you can play just normal multiplayer, and then obviously you got your DMZ side. Which is a, another community in itself. Yep. So, sure I, is. so I think it's kind of all spread out, which isn't a bad thing. But, um, well, so you're a DMZ streamer, but you know, you have plenty of friends, plenty, you know, like a long history of FPS games. What do you see people playing? Um, it's, it's, well, since obviously when they said about DMZs is not going to be going anywhere in the future, I see a lot of people giving up on DMZ, um, and they're playing, you know, multiplayer, you know, whatever game mode it would be. But honestly, I think you should just play what you enjoy. DMZ is still here. There's still a lot of people playing it. I think people just want. Should rather than listen to some, you know, somebody else saying, "Well, it's dying. There's no point playing it." Just if you still enjoy it, play it until you don't. That's kind of where I'm at. It's like, yeah, I know I'm probably gonna get rolled by some foreman or you know something, but at least I can, you know, I can run around, loot up, regain, and then at least put up some kind of fight. Like maybe sixty percent of the time, but it's like. Yeah, I just see such a downturn in it. It's taking longer to find games, but there's still plenty of people in there. There's still plenty of, <laughs> you run into father-son groups or, you know, yeah. a couple girlfriends out, you know, just trying to slay. And it's like, oh, this is great. Like, yes, you just killed me and you probably didn't need to execute me like that, but I'm glad you guys are having fun because I'm having fun too. There's different ways of playing DMZ, isn't there? Like, um, <clears throat> we know we know the premise of it. It's a looter shooter. You go in loot, you shoot your way through, whether it's AI or players. Um, but in there, there's there's people that everyone has like their their way of playing it. Some people play it sweaty. Um, some people play it sneaky. Some people, uh, I don't know. It's just, just different ways of playing it, right? It's a good yeah. game to play with friends or, or make new friends. 
Yeah, you definitely have a lot uh, more options with it. Yeah. So that being said, what do you think they're going to do with it? I don't know. Like, I know what they did say already, but who knows? Who knows if they changed their mind? I know there's a lot of um, DMZ players out there that, that are really excited that there's still people streaming it, um, that are fighting in their corner. But the reality is, is that we're just playing because we enjoy it. Yep. I don't, I don't know whether it's going to change anything. Um, do I hope? Do Do I wish it does? Yes. Like they do turn around and say, look, the DMZ community, community is very loyal. DMZ community have, you know, kept this alive. Let's reward them. Let's reward them, whether it's a stand, standalone copy of the game or whether it's just redoing it as it is now. Yeah, a um, simple update would be great, you know. Yeah, just, just, just something. Just something. Because, it's, you know, a lot of us have spent a lot of money playing the game. Hell you yeah. Know, buying, buying skins and this, that, and the other. Now, I know there's people out there that, that say, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Well, why not? It's, yeah, I don't I care. I enjoy the game. I like the skins. <laughs> I do what I want. Yep. It hasn't, it hasn't bought me any success. It hasn't made me a better, a better player or anything. You know what I mean? It's not like giving me double XP right. or, or something like that. Or made my guns more powerful than yours. Just 15 minute cooldowns. Who cares? I just remember those times going back, like when the pay to win bundle started coming out. Oh my God. Like there was so much backlash about it. And I, I, you know, all the, the big time streamers are like, Oh, this is pay to win. This is, you know, the death of the franchise. And it's like, you know what? I don't care, man. I don't, I want to use the same gun every 15 minutes, you know, like yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not going to change the outcome. No, no, and it, it didn't break anything. It, no, it, it really. I didn't. mean, I, I, I do understand the the pay to win mentality, though. I do understand where people are coming from because I played other games where there was pay to win. Um, one in particular called Arcade, which is a MMO. You pay to win, and that you're you're a beast. If you can't <laughs> afford it, you, you struggle. You like really struggle. Like yeah. some people can spend thousands, like literally tens of thousands of dollars on a game. And they, they become like, I don't know, like um, Superman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no like overnight. Like, without the, yeah, without the kryptonite, they can literally go and smash people all over the place. And you're, and you're sat there like, wow, what yeah. am I supposed to do against this? So that's what I truly see what's going on with, you know, if we're talking about DMZ. That's ultimately what I see is that it used to be a game, you know, in the beginning, those first couple seasons when you could just jump in and you could grind, you know, I think it was probably wasn't until season three that I started actually, you know, getting into fights or, you know, seeking them out. Yep. You could just jump in, do whatever you're going to do, grind it out, do your missions. And, you know, I was going to say, going back to just, I don't know, reminiscing on the ps4 loading that thing up and actually sitting and doing missions and trying to complete it and it's like you know now i have a, a much greater skill base i know where things are i know how to get looted like it's a much easier game than it was the first time around but it's like it's nostalgic man i'm having a great time with it 
And then you get rolled by, by a foreman and then, okay, well, I'm going back to the PC and I'm going to dish out some killing, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it fun. But I don't know. Well, ultimately, that's what you want, right? You want, when you fire up a game, you want it to be fun. Yeah. Well, and two, like, I think this is going back to my earlier point, the point that I didn't make, is that you could go in solo and play, but now it's team on team on team. Everyone's, you know, played with each other. They're skilled with each other as a unit. And it's like, you can be a great solo player, but it's just, it's the numbers that are going to get you. Just like how, you know, you're always saying on stream, if you're, you know, doing viewer games, push together, push together, you know, you're going to stand a much better chance. Yeah, because if you've got three people shooting one person, you, you even if one of your teammates or if two of your teammates get knocked, that third one hopefully should be able to get them. Yep. You, you've got that greater chance, right? Yeah, so if, um, I, I still love playing solo, but you know, if you're really going to get in there and do something, you got to have a strong team around you. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you do. I mean, because like... Well, for me, I can't speak day. for you. Well, I, well, my big thing is is that the players are a lot better now. Like, for I think sure. people were closer in skill. Yeah, there's some some that aren't too skilled, but the majority, I think, are a better skill than you know what they were when season up until probably season four or five, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a lot of people you run you run into, and it was like they just picked up the game, like literally just fired up the game for the first time that you had come across. You don't get to see, you don't really get to see that now. Yeah. All right. So follow up question to that: You've seen a lot of you know a lot of streamers. What do you think of? Because this is something it's not necessarily bothering me, but it's something that I see happening over and over again, and it just. To me, it's just, oh my God, it's boring as fuck. But, you know, I'm not going to put any shade on anyone because everyone has their own skills and talents and humor. But I'm getting kind of sick of seeing Hunt Squad kill, Hunt Squad kill, Hunt Squad kill. And there's a lot of streamers that I've been turned off by because of that. It's just, well, they, well, they're, they're, going, they're going in squads. Yeah, they're going in squads and just rolling, you know, other squads, solos, whatever. Like, I realize that's what the game is, but it's also, to me, it's just, it's fucking distasteful, dude. I guess, like, because I, like, I mostly play solo or duo, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, I PvP more than I PvE. But I, I do understand it when a stack that group of really good players get together just constantly dominating people it could probably be a bit boring to watch because it's not like they're coming against like a lot of the time they don't really come against like skilled players mm -hmm. or if they do they've you know three or four skilled players versus the one so yeah i don't know i don't know no i'm not a big fan of it at yeah it's just kind of one of those like endless questions or talking about religion like you're never gonna have like <laughs> a real answer to it no but at the same time it's like you know so everyone gets what they want out of dmz or whatever fps game they're playing 
and you have fun with what you're doing and then it just kind of gets ruined in this little aspect and then all of a sudden you're not playing the game that you want to play or you're just dropping it off. And, you know, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. There's definitely burnout days where it's like, I want to get on and play, but it's like, I'm just, you know what? I don't want to deal with the bullshit today. I don't want to listen to some 10-year-old tell me, you know, what trash I am or whatever. It's like, you know, we're just not here for the same thing, man. (laughs) Well, that that goes back to your point earlier. The, The question you asked me about what things do I not like? Uh, sometimes when I'm when I'm uh, dreaming, those days I just yeah. don't feel like it. Those days I I know that if uh if I switch game, I know I now I want to put this out there first, right? I have a tremendous community. I have a lot of people that support me, but I know for a fact a lot of people will not like certain games I play. Oh yeah. Um. And they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to be like, well, you know, he's playing this. I have to watch it. They don't need to. There's choice. But that's one of the things I think, like myself, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a small content creator. Um, and I do worry when I switch games because of, you know, doing it in the past when I was streaming on Twitch. Switching between games equaled killing the current game that I was playing in regards to viewership. Like um, PUBG, I went for a period, I was probably averaging about 20 plus people per stream, which was massive for me. Yeah. Um, and then I, I got so burnt out with the drama, the, the game itself, and then switched to, I'm just trying to think what game it was. Uh, I think it was Red Dead Redemption, actually. I really wanted to start playing Red Dead Redemption 2 on stream. So um, we invested in a, a capture card for the PlayStation 4. Um, obviously buying the game as well. And uh, no one was interested. Absolutely nobody was interested. Yeah. Because either people were playing the game or they just, it wasn't for them. Uh, and I tried it for a week. And after that, my stream was an average of about five people. Because they felt, a lot of people feel like... Um, you were letting them down. Yeah. But the reality yeah. is, is you can't just do something all the time. Well, it's just a really good way to burn yourself out. I mean, I realize yeah. it's like, yeah, if you start making money at YouTube or start making money on Twitch or streaming in general, like, you know, people are there, they've paid their money to see a certain thing. You change the games up on them. But it's like, I also feel like, you know, you are the content creator. Play what you want to play. Play what you're interested in. And I say that now, and <laughs> I've gone to streams where all of a sudden they're playing something different. And I'm like, nah, checking out. See you later. I'm going to go play DMZ. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that's it. There's the option, isn't there? It's like TV. You know, like, like say, say you're enjoying watching a sport, and then, then one day you're like, eh, I feel like watching a movie now. Yeah. You could just that, flick over. That's been happening to me a lot lately. Like, you know, I'm a I'm an IT professional, so it's really easy for me to get movies and videos. I don't pirate it at all, allegedly. And um I don't watch anything. I'm sit you know, sat watching streams or watching, you know, 
some friend of a community who put out like a little short or put out their video or shit. Maybe now they're streaming and it's like, I'm going to go support them, you know, and it's like I finally had to force myself the other night to sit down and watch a movie and <laughs> I'm going to tell you, good? I watched I watched uh, The Beekeeper. Oh, that's the Jason Statham one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or what, yeah. or what we should say for Sinister, Jason Jason uh, Swatham. Swatham. It was pretty good. I had fun with it. There's My problem is I'm getting old and curmudgeon and I start picking apart all the movies, and I know how it's going to end, and it's like, oh, this is some, you know, woke bullshit they've had to include in the movie for, you know, reviews or critics or whatever, instead oh, of just God, enjoying the damn them? movie. There's an aspect there. They definitely don't harp on it like a lot of movies have, but there is an aspect. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but I'm sat Probably there watching not. this movie just thinking like, oh, man, yeah, now I want to shoot somebody. <laughs> I better fire up the game, you know. But why is it, though? Why is it that we we feel like we have to be forced into this shit? I don't know. I think it just everyone's tired. Oh, the woke suit. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I've never felt like I'm forced into it. I mean, there's flat out movies I will not go watch because I know it's in there. And it's yeah. like, that's, I guess my, that's my activism or activism. God, I keep wanting to say Activision. It's just, I vote <laughs> with my dollar, you know? Yeah. Well, what I mean by that is it's just um, it's an ideology, right? There's we all think different, and I find that the more you you force people to um, think and be a certain way, mm-hmm. the more people are going to rebel against it. That's what I mean by it. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, I'm also you know, if, a, good. I was going to say if if. If things come out more natural, I think people accept it easier. You just because it's natural. Mm-hmm. But if you keep putting it there, folk eventually fight back. You know what I mean? But that's that's why I was just bringing that bit up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's been my experience in life in general. Is that anytime anyone tries to put down this blanket solution or force you to do something, a hundred percent of the time, people are gonna fight you on it. And it's like, you can't force people into a common think. It's just, yeah, you'll have your people that, you know, this is how the Nazis got started. We allowed some bullshit to work through. We didn't say anything when we should have. And look where we are now. Like, eh, I don't know. It's probably a far reach, but it's like the, the concept is sound. Don't force people into thinking thing. Let them have their own freedom and they'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. But you have to, right? You gotta learn. In a certain way. Right. So have you seen anything recently that uh you really were geared up to watch and it just got ruined for you? Uh... Trying to think. Maybe the new Mission Impossible movie. I'm sure that there was something in the Mission Impossible movie where I'm like for fuck's sake! <laughs> I'm sure I'm positive there is. I just just having a brain fart right now. I just can't remember which bit that is. It's I not mean, a bad film. Let me just put it that way. It's not a bad film. 
Mission Impossible. Yeah, I think the end all of it is like, so how did you come away from it? Were you pissed because of it or you had fun with the movie? I had fun with the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's corny, right? The Mission Impossible movies are quite corny. They really Um, are. And it works. But when you see Tom Cruise, he's got, was he 60s now? I think he's damn near 70. Is he? I think. I I think he's that old. I'd have to look it up, but yeah, same. Tom Cruise. <laughs> We're both looking it up. Sixty-one. Okay, okay. God, he still looks great. Yeah, but he doesn't in that. He he looks he looks pretty old. Is it starting to come through? Well, they might be moving to that so they can spin it off and bring in a new a new guy, you know, that keep the franchise going. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But um, they introduced Hayley Atwell in it, and her character, Grace, if I remember correctly, she was really good. Really good in, um, in the film. Well, that's a nice change. Usually they do that, and it's received poorly. Yeah. Oh, Simon Pegg. There we go. Simon Pegg and Vin Rhymes. They are looking so old. Like, yeah. obviously, we, we all... As we age, we get older. I know all that, but they looked really old because I haven't seen them for a couple of years. Yeah, it's been and a little while. You, you had Tom Cruise. Obviously, he's looking older. I don't even know how old is Simon Pegg. 54. He looked like he was 70, 78. <laughs> oh, I love Simon Pegg too, but yeah, you're right. He looks old. I haven't seen Ving Rams yet, though. That one I will. Yeah, he's, um, he's 64. Damn. God, all this shit makes me feel old, but it's like it's depressing and not. Yeah, like I know I'm I'm older. I'm not old. I still look great. I look better than Tom Cruise. Well, arguably, but I don't look as old <laughs> as Tom Cruise, we'll put it that way. But yeah, just to see like Oh man, people you basically grew up with and they look old. It's like, God, that means that I probably look old too. Yes. So can you some of the characters? Imagine yourself in your seventies still playing FPS games. Right. So me and me and um a good friend of mine, Hibby, we had this discussion many years ago. And he said he would still be gaming in the 60s and 70s. That's how he sees his life, right? Yeah, and why I'm like, change now? No... Well, but that was the thing. I was like, no, I, I don't see myself um, gaming until then. But nowadays, but that was that was back then. And that and you had like a bit of a stigma. If you mm. played like games in your, you know, your, full, your 30s, your 40s, everyone was calling you old and this, that, yeah. and the other. Get a job, but loser. You... Yeah, and, and there was all that. But but now you know you see people in it like seventies, eighties, and whatnot gaming, and they're having a blast. So why change it? Yeah, I've why seen a few like it? a few pop up in, in a lot of the communities. It's like, oh, I'm seventy five playing DMZ, and like, fuck yeah, dude! I cannot <laughs> wait for that. I'll you know I'll scoot my little hover round chair up to my desk and you know shoot somebody. It sounds great, but I mean, like, what would you do if you didn't? What would you do personally if 
tomorrow you gave up FPS games? Uh, well, if I gave up FPS games, I'll go and play MMO. Okay, if you gave up any kind of game on the computer, gaming. If you gave up gaming, what are you interested in? Uh, what would you do? Okay, so I've got what's called agoraphobia. So mm-hmm. I've been agoraphobic since I was 19 years old. I had to give up my job. Um, so I'm now f- close to 45 this next month. So that's a long time without really going outside. Um, so I'd still be stuck in, right? <laughs> so the thing I would probably do... Watch TV and try and... F- make a hobby somewhere like I, I keep going on about customizing mice you know like spray painting them and this that and the other and probably doing other things maybe mm-hmm. that that would be the thing where since i'm like gaming maybe i'd be pushing more towards that yeah i'm watching tv well okay so that being what said about you? uh well uh, one second put a pin in that now i don't want to paint you in the corner we don't have to include this if you don't want to but is there a road away from agoraphobia? Is there things that you can do to change that? There is. Um, so you got you got to try and get. Obviously, when you try and get help, which is dealing with um, you know mental health, it's really difficult. I find. Mm-hmm. For me, at least, because you get limited, you get limited res or the, or the or the people that you work with are limited resources. So they 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 come out and see you maybe once a week for six six to eight weeks. I mean, six to eight weeks with somebody that's had agoraphobia for years. That's not going to change anything. It's like an old dog new trick thing. Exactly. I have learned some stuff with uh, CBT, which is cogn- cognitive. Can't say the word. Cognitive. Cognitive behavioral therapy. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they come out and and they try and help to explain to you why you feel this way. So so like for the longest time, I always felt like I was having a heart attack, or or my hands, my my body, and everything else would just feel horrible. Like um, your muscles ache. Just constantly, you you got all this kind of weird feelings that you have, and it makes you freak out. Like a Thought. an anxiety response. Yeah, so it's, it's an anxiety response. When I mean freak out, I don't mean you go, you know. <laughs> you just in, in yourself, you're like, oh my god, what what is this? You know. Yeah. Um, huh. They explain more about the feelings, why 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 you have these pains, why you have this, that, and the other, um. What it is, is because, you know, like if somebody went up to you and punched you in the arm, you would feel that punch in the arm. Oh, yeah. But because it's not a physical thing that's happening to you, it's a mental thing, your body is defending itself. So that pain you feel in your arm from a punch, it will go somewhere else in your body, but as a fear, like something that's made you feel that way. Ah, I got you. That makes total sense. So... You know, you, you go, you have that, but also 
um a lot of people go through depression and other things as well you know i don't want to bring up everything oh, yeah. that's happened to me over the years because you know to someone else it won't be too much somebody else it could be you know major um i'm not comparing but it's uh hasn't been easy and every time i start making foot uh, strides forward i get knocked back and my confidence goes back so that's why it's lasted for so long oh, and yeah. i've kind of the last two years i feel like i've kind of lost the will to do it and i really need to change that well i guess if you can like pour yourself into something else uh and be passionate about something it would you know keep your mind off of it and then probably give you a much better base to move forward with anything else right you would hope you would hope it's just always there yeah, it's not something I know a ton about. Yeah, mental health. Um, for the longest time, people were scared to bring it up, right? There's mm -hmm. a lot of people that bring up certain things about mental health, which I don't understand. I just sometimes I look at it and I'm like, how was that affecting? But it's it's different for different people. Right. Well, I think so that's what, why at least in my experience with a lot of the, the communities built around DMZ, a lot of different streamers, channels, whatever you want to call it. It's like, I'm not going to say that I can just sit and see like, oh, okay, this person is, you know, dealing with some kind of, you know, mental illness. I, I'm not going to say that, but I can definitely see the aspect of where people are showing up every day just for the sense of community, because you know, that they're, whatever area they're at or whatever they have going on in their lives, you know, they might not have like a huge group of friends. So you see people, you know, you kind of yeah. see, I've seen straight up people, you know, like, Oh, you saved me from, you know, doing drugs today or whatever. And it's like, Hey, that's awesome. But at the same time, like, I don't know. It's a weird one for me because I definitely enjoy every single person that I've ever met in the community. Well, maybe not everybody, but you know, you, you establish, you know, those relationships and everybody has a great time and, you know, you look forward to hearing from somebody or, you know, someone pops into the chat and you're like, Oh my God, I haven't seen you in forever. You know, and it just makes for such a great time. And I can, yeah, I can see how, you know, it's the online aspect of it. Like these are not IRL relationships. I probably wouldn't know any of these people if I saw them in a room but you do, you start to learn them. You learn their family, their friends, their job, you know, and it's like, Hey, how did that thing go last week? You know, it's honestly the best part. And it's why I think I find myself watching more than playing anymore. <clears throat> I, don't I think know. a lot of people feel that way. I think, yeah. you know, an awful lot, because you look at the community, you know, we've, we've had people coming in, um, you know, like a, like a, a, like Matt recently, you know, t talking about having a cancer scan, mm -hmm. you know, pancre was it pancreatic cancer that he, he may have had. And uh, obviously the results come back saying that he didn't have it. You know, they're, they're, they're like, that was a big thing for him to come out and say that he may have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the relief. 
Yeah, I was very oh, happy yeah. to see the response too, and everyone like it was like a well deserved. Oh, that's fucking great yes. news, man! Oh hell yeah! <clears throat> like so, at the time, obviously, I was at home, like I always am. Um, and I, I spoke. I said to Tina, "Is hang on? What happened was I got a message on my phone, and I said, I bet it's nothing, nothing exciting.'" And then I pick up my phone, and I'm like. Yeah, like that, like literally, <laughs> so excited. And Tina goes, "What is it? What is it?" I said, "I said Matt got his results back, and it and it says he doesn't have um he doesn't have cancer." And it, it was like it, it was I don't know it, because he's a friend, right? Mm -hmm. He's a friend, and even if even if he wasn't a friend, when you hear the word cancer, you it instantly you get doom and gloom. Oh yeah, instantly it's personal, real quick, because a lot of people have dealt with it. Yep, that's. I mean, that's correct. A lot of people have dealt with it because what they say is like one in every two people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, which is terrifying. I guess I don't know. I haven't always been, you know, the social butterfly that I am now, but it's so weird that yeah, you have this connection with people that you've never met, and God, yeah. Matt is, he's a friend. I wouldn't know him if I saw him. I might. But yeah. Now I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few photos of him. I think well, one photo. I have, I don't know. All yeah, I, I remember was a hoodie. Day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, dude, yeah. Hell yeah, man. So happy for you. And it's like the same with everybody. I don't even yeah. know if Allie is a real person at this point, but... God damn, am I happy to see her, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, 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 Ali, Ali's just awesome, right? That's what A stands for, for Ali. Awesome. <laughs> but we don't know. I'm sorry, Ali, but we're calling you out, right? We don't know if, you, if, you, if you're really a real person or if you're <laughs> an AI that's just talking to us. Some squeaker somewhere, probably like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. Twelve year old boy, and every every week we're like, Ali, you want to play community games with us? And Ali always says the same thing, no. And we're like, come on, Ali, just once, just once, jump on Discord with us. <laughs> no, you don't even have to talk. <laughs> no, exactly. We tried everything, but Ali just does not give up. Yeah, it's and I even said yesterday, shit. yeah, we got you got it. You got to keep giving a shit, yep. right? And I, and it's my birthday next month, and I said, Ali. Can you please jump in for one game for my birthday, please? And what did she do? Just ignore me. She didn't say anything, did she? Nothing at all. She just sideswiped it. Oh, uh, maybe then. Because usually Steaming. it's a pretty firm no. Maybe she's actually thinking about it now. Yeah, maybe. We'll find out. Ali, we will get you someday. Someday it's going to happen. Whether you're a 12-year-old squeaker or you're um, an AI or whatever. We will get you. Yeah. Ali, I still have friends in a lot of places. I can find you if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So what else are you watching? I, I know you mentioned... Uh... Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. So we've been watching Walking Dead, getting back into that. Watched... Um... Started watching the Avatar The Last Airbender TV show on Netflix. Is that uh, animated or live action? I don't even know. Live action. Really? It's actually pretty good. They watched uh, 
three, four episodes so far. I'm not like a big uh, Avatar Last Airbender fan. Like, I'm not saying it's bad or nothing, but it wasn't really my thing. But Tina yeah, yeah. absolutely loves it. And um, I bought her these things called disc plates. They're like um, pictures on like a metal plate, basically, and you can stick them on the wall. Yeah. And I bought her one of them a couple of years back. So she was like, oh, that's the character you bought. You bought of me, uh, you know, bought for me. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can't <remember the> picture. <laughs> that yeah. means nothing to me, but I'm glad you're happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she, she's like mad into it. So it's really good for her because she knows like, you know, about it. And she can kind of help me with like some of the characters that explain a little bit about them without ruining that for me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of makes you be like, oh, right, this character seems pretty cool. I know. There's so much TV. Because I, I know there's a lot of good shows, but who's got the time, man? Like, I'm busy. But, like, uh, I know Reacher came out again, second season of that. I have most of it downloaded. Haven't watched it yet. But it's like, I, I need to jump back into it. It's a brilliant show. Oh, yeah. I loved the first season. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, you enjoy this one. Yeah. What about movies? What's new? Update me. What's movies? worth my time? Are you watching any movies or are you just streaming everything? Streaming shows? Lately, I've mostly just been watching TV shows um, and anime, really. Like, like I said, the the only movie I've watched recently was the... I feel it was called now, the Mission Impossible one. Mission Impossible, yeah. Yeah. I haven't really watched much of late. Yeah, I need But there to. is some movies coming out this month. Or, sorry, this year, I should say. This like, year. Uh, June, uh, June 2. Oh, that's right. You know what? That was a game that was supposed to come out. Dune Awakening, I believe. It looked fantastic. Yeah, I believe it's like an MMO. Slash yeah. survival, is it? Yeah, I think all I saw was the initial trailer. I didn't even know what the game was supposed to be, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely getting to that point where I like my DMZ. I got a little bit of burnout from just what has it been? A year and a half of DMZ? Uh a year. Just a about year. Oh it has nice about a year now, yeah. I thought it was a little bit more. It's like, I need to go back to doing, you know, certain projects. There's a lot of stuff that I need to do at home. But I've just been wasting my, not wasting my time, because I'm definitely having a great time, but it's like, I need to branch out a little bit more, maybe unplug a bit. What is the healthy, the healthy amounts of certain things? And I, like, I couldn't imagine also streaming, like having that set schedule. Yeah, actually, that <laughs> that could be another thing. It's it's difficult to keep a um, a schedule going sometimes. Yeah, I just thought I'd just quickly add that there. Yeah, <laughs> keeping a schedule can be difficult. Um, but yeah, I mean, you said you've been interested in starting a stream. Let's let's hear a little I've bit thought more about, about it. Well, so I have everything that I need to do to stream, right? And you know, I guess being on the other end of it, you know, running a stream, doing what that, 
dealing with that, talking to people. It's never bothered me. I'm not camera shy or whatever shy. It just like, I'm going to be playing anyway. So it just makes sense to do it. Right. But then I'll go to do it and I see someone's on or I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm in need or in search of those community conversations and hopping in a chat and talking to people. I'm not sure. I really don't know. Cause like, there's nothing stopping me from doing it. I just, I don't have the drive to, I guess. I'm not sure. Yeah. If you don't have the drive, it's going to be difficult to get going. Yeah. Um, I think I'm probably better served of just recording what I do play and then just making clips. That would probably be, you know, my best option. And I guess maybe if that gained traction, then yeah, maybe I could start streaming. I don't know. How did you know when you got started that you wanted to stream or like, did you think I should do videos or just go right to streaming? How'd that go for you? I never thought about videos. Never thought about that. Um, that I know. It's like, <laughs> well, that's it. But that's something. That's something I want to get better at. But it's a motivation thing because yeah. the amount. I've had this multiple times discussion with Sinister about, uh, you know, doing videos. What does he do? How does he feel? Same with Dylan as well. Those those two would record. And be like that they write something after I'd be like, this is a video worth keeping or whatever. Um, and then they will release that that game. My thing is is that there's so many videos out there. What would be different on mine compared to say, you know, Dylan's Sinister, uh Fixate, you know, all these kind of guys. What would be different? And I I I guess it's difficult to know what would be something that would draw more views to mine than theirs? So I feel more of a streamer than I do as somebody that's worried about putting videos up all the time. Yeah. But doing things like sh- shorts and things like that shouldn't be a problem because you know they're easy to do, aren't they? Yeah, just turn and burn. A lot of the times you it, can make uh, the shorts right out of your streams. Exactly. But it's getting into that 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 mentality. I, I, like I said, I was streaming on Twitch for so many years, and then I come here and I was just streaming. Sometimes I, f- I feel like I need somebody to be on my back. So don't forget to put a video out or, <laughs> or, or, or do a short or something. You know, uh, it's like once I get off, well, you know, like when you've been to work, yeah? Mm-hmm. I know it well. When you fit. When you finish work, do you just want to switch off? There's no work in your mind. Oh, yeah. I've always been great about that. As soon as yeah. I walk out the door, it's shut off. It, well, that's me. That's me. Once once I've done streaming, I shut off. I just want to just be James. Yeah, that makes sense. I think on the viewer side of that, going back to your question, what would be different? I think, honestly... It doesn't have to be different. It could be a carbon copy. I th- I feel like having more quick, digestible content, it just makes it more accessible. Like, I'm not trying to tell you how to, like, you know, run your channel or anything. I'm not even giving this as any kind of advice to you per se. 
it's just, I think, you know, the more tools you have in your bag, the better. Yep. And anytime oh, you, you can right. have something like even like a five minute little just clip of some firefight or whatever it is, it's like, it makes it more accessible that people can watch that they can live vicariously through you in that battle or whatever it is that you're doing. And then I think that's one of the things that I see. I'm not comparing you to other streamers, but what I see if I'm on another stream is you'll see um, stream elements pop up and Hey, so-and-so just subscribed. So-and-so just subscribed. And you're sitting in chat and you're realizing, well, these people aren't in chat. Oh, they're out there watching these videos and they subscribe to the channel, not even being in the live stream. They just, they yeah. saw that quick little video. They liked what they saw. Now they're one of your subscribers. Uh, it's a weird world, man. It's like, I'm just kind of feeling my way around in the dark. I'm just, I'm fascinated by how everything works. I can't put it down. And it's just like, what drives people to watch anything? Why is there so much? Like there's so much DMZ content, but there's so much DMZ content because there's so many people searching out DMZ content. And at this point, who's doing fucking missions anymore? And it's like that for me, that's where it started. That's how I found Sinister is I needed to know how to do this mission. Oh, look, hey, here's this guy who's doing the exact same mission that I need help with. And then it kind of grew from there. And it's like, I don't think people are searching out those kind of videos anymore, but there's still a shit ton of content. And there's a lot of people searching it out. I think that's why a lot of people started um, doing fresh con um, fresh accounts as well again, because they can basically bring that content back. Yeah. Because it's new. It's like new content again. Because there's still still a lot of new people playing that. Oh, well, yeah. And, or people um, stuck on missions. Oh, dude, I'm going to tell you, that's become one of my favorite things, like when I jump in. So you... I sit here and claim all day that I'm a solo player and usually 90% of my games are like that, but I'll do a lot of uh, random games or uh, squad fill games. Like I just had a few games in a row where it's people that are like, they're basically brand new to the game. They're just trying to do this. Like, you know, where are the, where's the safe set? I need to make money or I need to do this. I got this mission to do. And it's like, you know, I kind of played dumb, even though I know we're like, everything that they need to do to complete their mission is. And it's like, I don't know, man, let's just go figure it out. And it's like, I just kind of latch on to these people and I will I'll go around. I'll keep them safe. I'll keep an eye out while they're completing their mission. And then just like, Oh man, you know, that was crazy. It was such a good one. You know, GG's. And it's like, that's been the best part rather than, Hey, let's go kill somebody. Yeah. I guess you would call that a Sherpa runs, but. So I've always been in favor of Sherpa runs, but I could see where that would get old real quick because everyone knows how randoms go. Yes. Yes. And I've tried that myself, like, you know, trying to play with randoms and it's like, I may as well just be solo. I die less mm -hmm. because a lot of times you get killed because of your random teammates. They don't have, they don't have uh, comms or, or they've been chat banned. So they got the thing next to them or, um, or, or they just uh, shout at you. <laughs> <laughs> we seen that a lot on the EU servers. Call you a bunch of names. My absolute favorite yep. is the single players that are like picking out or 
pinging hunt squads and like, dude, what are you doing? You're not even going to try. Like, I mean, I can understand if, if you're a go getter and you have the skill by all means, go for it. But from what I'm seeing right here as we're loading into the game, you don't know shit about shit. Yeah. And they're always the first ones that die. Oh yeah. Hey, pick me up. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So that being said, I have another question for you. So what actually, no, I'm not going to phrase this as a question. I'm going to make the statement that I could totally see how playing with randoms does suck at times, not all the time, but most times mm -hmm. I would almost see playing with viewers or friends of the community as being worse because at that point you're almost like you're invested in making sure that they get out, right? You're not going to leave your friend behind. What am I trying uh, to say here? <laughs> well, I've had to, I've had to leave one of my friends behind in one of the games before. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like shit happens, you know. You fall off a helicopter, or you just don't make it. I get yeah, yeah. that. Everybody gets that. But it's like I know if I'm playing with randoms, if I don't like you, I'm just gonna leave you. Like, you know, it's no sweat off my back. But if you're playing with somebody you know, and they're either just completely fucking around or starting shit that they don't need to start. I'm not going to leave them. You know, I can't do it, but I'm going to end up dying and losing shit because you were just being dumb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, that does happen sometimes. Um, I know what, I know what you're saying when, when you play with people, especially if you're on like voice comms with them on discord, you don't really want to leave them behind. No, I mean, I never but, will, but I, it's like, I know where this is going. If they tell you just to go, then you go. Yeah, I got no problem um, with that. If you give me the sign-off, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> there oh, was a so moment strange. today where it was uh, where, uh, on the viewer games where certain things were happening, which kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Um. I don't want to go into it, but it blew my mind. Let me just put it that way. That's yeah, fair. What some people were playing like, but hey, is what it is. I don't know. For me, it, I guess that goes back to burnout. Everyone has their own level of burnout. It's like I, I do. I love playing DMZ. It's just, it's fun. There's a huge, great community around it. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I'll do the, yeah, I will. I'll rage quit. I'll get so pissed off and like 90% of the time it's just my own skill level and doing dumb shit that I shouldn't have been doing. But it's like, there's no reason the bots are this difficult. You know, why are there 30 bots here and everyone's giving me hot, you know, headshots with shotguns? Like, I don't understand why it needs to be like this. That's true. No, the the AI. I, I don't know what they injected them with. Like some <laughs> algorithm out there was just like, you know what, you, these AI are crap. We're going to inject them with some steroids and some other stuff. The yeah. See, this is where my mind goes again. Is this Activision just trying to get people to stop playing DMZ so we can write it off? Well, well this is the thing, though. I know I've heard other people say that actually. Yeah. Right? They think that. They've bumped up the AI because they're trying to get rid of DMZ. 
But to be honest, they were getting pretty pretty powerful from probably about season four. They kind of jumped up in certain areas. Yeah. Um, well, and in truth, if Activision wanted to get rid of it, they could just turn it off. Turn it off completely. Exactly. Yeah. No. But they do need to um, have a look at some of their AI, because some of the AI is underground. Shooting at you. <laughs> and it's like, what, what are you supposed to do against that? Like, rockets are coming out from under the ground. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the, what the you hell? You can shoot back. It's, no, you, you, you can't do anything to them. Yep. And it's but always like when you're, like, fighting a team, so you're, like, sandwiched in between the two of them. Exactly. I don't know. DMZ is DMZ. <laughs> Great game. Great game. Shitty support. I have fun with it. Same. Well, that's, right. how, that's how we met, man. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. I still remember the day, man. I remember what Sin said. He's like, hey, go check out my buddy James. Make sure you call him Easy Kill Rage just to piss him off, give him some shit. Oh, what and a then... dickhead. <laughs> yep. And then, yeah, I kind of showed up and never left. <laughs> but you regretting every decision, I don't know. Nah. It's been a great time, man. I'm not going to lie. Oh, for sure, dude. Sure. How, do we, how long have we been doing this for, by the way? Mm, doing what? Our podcast. Our podcast? How long have we been in the works of trying to get it going? No, no, no. How long is this one? Are we, oh, are we currently the doing? actual time? I don't know. I don't see a timer. Uh, hour 20, it looks like. Duration... Oh, no, that's just the one section. Uh, oh, yeah, so we're like in an hour 20. There it is. There's the timer. Yeah, we can call it there if you want. Cut it up and see yeah. what we can do with it. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I think that was pretty epic, man. First, first time. Hell yeah. 